Wagwan, everybody. It's your guy, O'Day Osborne, the Jamaican sensation. And joining me on the studio today, we have a special guest, handyman, Cody Stainman. Literally handyman. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> yeah, you just tore your bicep, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? I know, man. It is a crazy, <clears throat> like, 48 hours of my life. I was in Michigan visiting uh -huh. my family. I get a call about a fight. It's four weeks notice. So first thing I do is go get on the scale. And I'm like, okay, I can make weight. Mm -hmm. uh, fly home the next day. Get to training. I train Monday, Tuesday, sparring. My first round of sparring, I tore my bicep. No. And I'm out. It was just like oh, everything happened so, so, so yeah. fast. Man, this sport is so crazy. This sport is so crazy. Speaking of crazy, man, what do you think about, what's your opinion on the whole USADA situation? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, because uh, the here's here's my honest opinion. Yeah. It's going to, it's it's almost a good thing for guys that haven't been yep. taking steroids. You know what I mean? Yep. Like myself, you, like, because now, <clears throat> I mean, we can pretty much level the playing field with everybody else. Oh, for sure. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. But for newly established guys, unless yeah. you have like, you have somebody like backing you, yeah. you're, there's no way you're going to be able to pay somebody to like do the blood work and get the right shit. Well, for sure. I think, you know, the UFC is probably going to use, just end up using the state commission for yeah. uh, testing from now on. I, but I heard, and this, I probably shouldn't yeah. even say this yet, but. I heard that they're gonna they're trying to develop their own team and their own testing program, and it's gonna be all done in house. I believe it. I mean, hey, this episode isn't gonna air for another four weeks, so uh, that's that's <laughs> it'll perfect. come out. That's, that's perfect. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah. I heard it from on good authority from someone in the UFC. That, okay, that they're already building a team, and that they had planned on announcing it in like a month. Mm -hmm. that they're oh gonna wow! Drop USADA, and Usada basically like yeah was feeling pretty salty like yeah. a, like a. I knew ex, it. Ex-girlfriend that got done dirty. <laughs> She's like, I'm putting this online right now. Hey, but those whereabouts suck, though, man. Having yeah. to have it. It's not even the whereabouts, right? You guys don't, don't understand. We have to go on this shitty app and do our whereabouts all the time. And it's not even the fact that it's a USADA problem. It is more of an application. Whoever developed the, it was an IT problem. The app absolutely so buggy and so glitchy. It's hard to get stuff yeah. done. And it's just like... Oh, man, if there was an easier process to do your whereabouts for, for the UFC, UFC fighters always have to update their whereabouts so that, you know, we can be tested. So it's random. For example, you know, uh, the NFL, they do theirs. Um, they have a scheduled date. You know what I'm saying? For us fighters, it's random. They can show up at 5 in the morning, 6 yeah. in the afternoon. They will, wherever. too. And they, they did. <laughs> they showed up. When I was working in the school, they showed up at my job. When I was a teacher. <laughs> was That's awesome. Like, Try like, to explain that to everybody. Like, yeah. yeah, I have to take a random drug test right now. And they're like, why do you have to do that? And they're like, oh, you know, it's for my fighting career. They're like, hmm, is it? For and real. But like how do you. CO showing up, dude. But how do you feel? But it's going to benefit people like, okay, for example, you just tore your bicep, right? Yeah. So a, a lot of injuries require some form of steroid. You know what I'm saying? Whenever people hear the word steroid, they freak out and they think it's like. Oh man, steroid, you know, but there's there's a lot of injuries that require some form of steroid. Um, I don't know the the chemical that is in steroid that they use in a lot of medication, but a lot of medication has steroid in it. But yep. when we get injured, blow our knee or whatever the case may be, <clears throat> we can't take certain medication because it has, you know, steroid in, you know, in it. But now it's gonna be able to benefit those uh yeah. you know. Yeah, and th there's and 
it's obviously steroids are like the the worst right of the like the peds yes but i I mean, there are a lot of other PEDs that aren't like performance enhancing. They just aid recovery. Exactly. And that's, and that's what people don't understand. They, when they hear, you know, you're taking something for your injury, they think, oh, performance enhancing, cheating. It's like, no, it's just, it's just helps um, recover that muscle or that, uh, that ligament or repairs the ligament. It's like the same concept of stem cells. Yep. You know what I'm saying? But, you know. It gives your body the tools to naturally heal yourself faster. Yes. And, you know, I mean, to be honest, like, I'm about to hit TJ Dillashaw up and be like, what's up, bro? <laughs> right. <laughs> I haven't talked to you in a long time, brother. Hook me up. What, uh, what's the what's the regimen that you were on? <laughs> hey, I hear Overeem is coming back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no shit. Overeem's coming back. And he's like... Cowboy Cerrone actually saw something on Instagram. Yeah. Cowboy Cerrone, like, posted this video. And he's like, hey, uh, like, any of you guys want to know what you need to take, hit me up. <laughs> I'm like, dude... <laughs> I'm like, dude, this, like, I don't know if it's going to be like a straight free for all like that. Nah, like, I don't think just, it will. Because, I mean, at that point, I feel like if it gets to that level, yeah. it's not even, it's, it's like, who's your doctor? You know what I mean? It's like, true. what kind of shit, like, how geared up can you get? I mean, all I don't right. think it's going to go straight pride, but who knows? Okay, but so, uh, check me out. Hear me out. All right, all right. I'm playing devil's advocate for a second here. What if it was a free for all and anybody could take it? What kind, what kind of entertainment business is this going to be? You know what I mean? If it was a free-for-all, so it's either you have banned, you can't take nothing, or everybody could take it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's no in-between. There's yeah. no in-between, because if everyone could take it, man, what kind of fights you going to think? It's, it's, almost like, it's almost like if everybody can take it and it's a free-for-all, it's going to be like... It's gonna be so necessary to compete at a high level. You know what I mean? You're gonna like you have to get on gear. For real? Like you literally, you'll, like you'll have to take steroids. You're gonna get left behind because, like, coming up, I trained with a few guys that were like, every single time they had a fight, they would like they would get on gear. Yep. And I'm telling you, yeah, it's a different. They're it is. different. Like the, one, it makes you so much more aggressive. These dudes are fearless. You and, know what I mean? And then they're so much stronger. Yes. But, but not just that. Steroids nowadays is so different. You know, your reflexes, your fast twitch fibers, you know, it's it used to be you get aggressive and you get strong. Now it's your reflexes yeah. that are, you know, heightened. And I think GSP was talking about, I, I, I watched his uh, documentary and he was like, you know, the steroids now, um, there are certain brands I don't know what they're called, but it can it can be in your system for years, yep. years, like ten years. I think maybe it's the pico, yeah, yeah or whatever case. Like you it's s- the way your liver processes yeah. steroids. You seen John Jones came out and said something about it. Yeah. <laughs> I was come like, on, sometimes. Okay, look, man, come on, look, guys. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. If I commit a crime. I'm not gonna go out and, and tell people I didn't commit. I'm just gonna keep my mouth shut. Yeah. You don't you don't admit to the crime and you don't deny the crime. You, you just keep your fucking mouth t- shut. Don't ever talk about that. Don't ever talk ever. about it. Just keep your mouth ever. shut. I'm like, oh, John, come on. He said. He said. What did he say? I would never. I have never cheated, and I'm gonna stand by that until the day I die. <laughs> never, but like you randomly had like picograms in your like in your pee. Like, come on. Like, <laughs> but I mean, I've never cheated. And every time I take a pee test, it's clean. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason for that. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's a reason. It's I've never taken steroids. But if I did, even 10 years ago, it might pop up on a, yeah. on a pee test. But I know? bet people people look at you and they're like, yeah, that man is on steroids I for get sure. tested a lot, I man. bet, bro, because you're, you're fucking shredded, dude. You're fucking shredded. But you don't drink, right? right now. 
Not much, no. Yeah, you don't drink much, and you all you do, you work out, you, you train, fucking handyman. You're, you're shredded. You're super shredded. I get, I mean, for me, Did you? they don't... They don't I wish ahead. I had that fucking body type. Yeah, but see, the, the difference is I don't get tested often. I rarely get tested. You know yeah. why? Because I'm black. We're naturally built this way. Yeah, that's true. You guys, <laughs> fucking, you guys have more muscles than we do, dude. You're just, fucking, you're just <laughs> yeah. built better, dude. You just. And then anytime they see a white guy shredded, they're like, "Oh, he's got to be on yeah, something." That motherfucker's on something. He's on something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's on we got you, buddy. We got you. We're gonna we're gonna watch you pee at six in the morning Yo, just to make for sure. Real. But uh, you know, I'm gonna show him. Uh, George, do you have this fight video pulled up? Absolutely, man. Can you show show the fans some of Cody Stamen's work? Straight up we no angel dust, label us notorious. Thug ass niggas that love the bus, it's strange to us. Y'all niggas be scrambling, gambling. I'm restaurants with mandolins and violins. We just sitting here trying to win, trying not to sin. How off weed and lots of gin. All the dangerous. Man, yeah, you you do your thing, man. I will. I I do have to ask you. You know, I'm gonna put uh, put some salt on some wounds for a little bit. I'm gonna ask yeah, you yeah. how you feeling about that last performance because I felt, ooh, that felt that one hurt me. That one that one hurt me, man. That one yeah. really, ooh. I've never I've never. Uh, well, I mean, I can't say I've never saw this. It's happened to me a couple times in the UFC uh -huh. and like once before the UFC where I got just done bad and yeah. and. They but did you dirty. That one was the worst. They you did know what you. I mean, it was like from the beginning, like getting stood up from the takedown. Yeah, I was like confused. You know what I mean? Like I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Was that in North Carolina, right? Yeah, it was in North Carolina. All the every fight, not every fight, but most of the fights that night had something where the ref was just like, "Where did they find these refs yeah, from?" They you, pulled that ref after my fight. They're like, "Dude, he had like three more scheduled fights." They're like, "You're done. You're not refing anymore." That was yeah, insane. So, you want to explain to the fans a little bit if they didn't catch it what happened during that fight? Yeah, so I mean, I I, I went out won a fight. Uh, but in the first round there was a there was a position. Basically, I got a takedown. I was passing guard, and the guy, like, upkicked me, which is legal. Uh, and mm -hmm. the ref stood us up, didn't take a point, warned the guy, and then made us fight. Like, and, like in the rules, it states, like, if something like it happens, like, it's either or. You either take a point or mm -hmm. you you go back to the ground. Yep. You know what I mean? And something like that in a, in a fight, you know, against the, another high-level guy, you know, where – that can change the outcome of the fight. I mean, that was like the game plan going in, like take him down in the first round, kind of grind him out, don't do a whole lot, and then start to beat on him like later in the fight. Like take take the spunk out of him. The yep. guy's got 20 knockouts. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not going to rush in and, and just get in a firefight with the guy in the first round. So the plan was take him down, you know, soften him up a bit, and then, mm -hmm. you know, that get you on did. the gas pedal later later on in the fight. And then yep. literally I did exactly what I... Yes. It played out exactly the way I thought. I knew like, I knew late in the fight... He'd start, you know, he wouldn't have the same spank on his shots. And, you know, I could start landing my counters. And like I did. And you know what I mean? And the biggest thing that hurts in that fight is that mm. I basically knocked him out twice in the third round. Yeah. Like he yeah. like stumbled, went all over the place. And then I hit him again and he goes down mm. and like he went out. Like he hit the ground. I like know. I was closed out. And yeah. then he, when he hit the ground, it like woke him back up. And like in that moment, I'm looking at it like, Maybe I've banked two rounds. Like, that's the way I saw it. Mm -hmm. And, like, third round, like, am I really going <clears> to <throat> let this dude up after, after, like, in my, this is what was going through my head in the moment. I'm like, I'll just, I'll take him down. Like, I'll hold him on the ground. Like, finish out the fight here. You know what I mean? Like, 
be safe. This guy's dangerous. Yes. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've seen him. I've seen just like I've watched other fights yeah. where he gets clipped like that and he gets up and then guys are trying to finish him and, he and they get him. caught. Yeah, yeah. And he get like he yeah, like he does hit like insanely hard. So, I mean, I felt like I made a smart move, but those guys, know, those guys are going to love USADA not being there. Yeah, for real. <laughs> uh, USADA's not where they are now. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like. Like I was, like I was looking at that dude at the weigh-ins, and I was like, "Dude, how are you this jack?" Dude, he was jack. He's like thirty-six bad. years old, dude. <laughs> that jack, come on, dude. You really, you really want to sit here and make me believe that you're just down there in Brazil, freaking eating wild game meat? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, well, c- come on, like you don't just get that ripped. You know what I mean? I've never seen uh, anyone that ripped in my life. He's he's blaming it on the horse. He's like, "We eat horse meat, man. Yeah, That's what it is." Canelo. <laughs> but yeah, man. Honestly, I thought. The ref, you got the takedown, and he did an illegal strike. The ref should have started you back in that position. Yeah. That's how it usually happens. They start you in that position, yeah. or they take a point away. Right. You know, but they don't give the you know erase the position and start. And that that was the the uh, ultimately the swaying momentum of the fight. Yep. But I thought even with that, that you won because in a fight, if two people are you know, going back and forth because you did, you guys did have some back and forths there. You know what I mean? Yep. But the difference is clearly you got the better of him because you dropped him so many times. You know, you yep. rocked him. Sorry, you rocked him so many times. I don't remember. Did you drop him? I uh, rocked him. Rocked him. Yep. Like caught him yep. and then dropped and him. And then you took him down, which yep. uh, did he get a takedown on you? No. So he didn't get a takedown on you. You rocked him. Then you dropped him. And you got a takedown. So three deciding factors that should have been, you know, clearly. Honestly, I didn't even think it was like a split decision. I thought it was unanimous. Um, no. You know, I could be a little biased, but <clears throat> there wasn't anything that was like, oh, man, remember when he did this and it almost got, you know, got Cody out of the fight? No, it wasn't. Yeah, I, I mean, there wasn't I, a moment. I mean, honestly, like defensively i was super sound that fight mm-hmm. i never took a big shot you know what i mean like I, you were you were amazing I, man. I never i never man it's it's like go, like going back and thinking about it yeah. like i remember like leaving the fight thinking and like thinking i would be more bang like i kind of went in there like some, you get in there with guys like that yeah. like you go in there knowing that like we're gonna hurt each other yeah you know what I, I mean like i'm gonna be hurting when i leave but like that's what you know you're going in there to do and i remember like walking out being like I don't have a mark on me. I don't have a scratch on my face, like nothing. You know what I mean? Like nothing. Yeah, and he he probably got that that uh, was ninety butchered. day suspension. He was butchered. Like we took a picture together, and like right after we took the picture, like his team is like following me around trying to get my phone, and they're like, please delete the picture, please, 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 please. And like they're, I mean, like all night, like they after the fight, they they're at the hotel begging me to delete the picture. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, yeah. So I deleted the picture because like they would not leave me alone about mm-hmm. it. But like I was gonna post the picture and be like, who do you think won this fight? And like his eyes are both swelled shut, Shit. his face is all banged up, and I'm like standing there. I don't have literally. I Actually, I think I had a little scratch on my face from like blocking a punch, and I hit myself with my own face. Yeah, you should you should have deleted yeah. it and then went back into your you know your junk, your iPhone deleted right. junk, and yeah. then got it <laughs> reposted it, man. But man, you know what though. Um, I, I, I do believe that sometimes, uh, we are able to use those moments, um, as fuel, you know what I'm saying? Because your, your next coming fights, uh, you know, sometimes, at least, at least for me, whenever stuff like that happens for me, it just fuels me, man. It's just like, it gets me so, I get so angry. Yeah. You're just left with like a sick gut feeling. And like the only thing you can really do 
and obviously I can't right now because I, I, I hurt my arm. But like the only thing you can do is like get back to work. And like it's kind of been like that throughout my career. Like I've had a ton of injuries. I've literally torn both ACLs. I've had like mm. three broken hands, torn shoulder, mm. like all kinds of like serious injuries that put you out for like a amount of time. It's like torn bicep. Yeah. You know, I'm out for three months with this. Like it's like those it's the, like those times you come to appreciate like every single day you get to spend in the gym. Like 100%. you have a different mindset when you're in the gym. Like yeah. you're so happy. You're so happy to be there. You're so much more attentive to where like. You know, if everything's going right, you yeah. almost get you almost get a little bit complacent because you know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, people don't realize how how we're literally doing the same exact shit over every single day. Over. You throw a jab, cross, <laughs> a kick. You know what I mean? You do it a million times. <laughs> yeah, and it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to stay like it's super sharp. It's very I mean? hard, <clears throat> and it's it's not hard to stay sharp physically. It's hard to shape stay sharp mentally. You know, it's like it's like eventually you start your camp and you're fired up. You're ready to go. You know, and then. You know, after a couple of sessions, a couple of weeks pass by and you're still ready to go, a couple more weeks of doing that, then you become less and less and less. And you're like, all right, you know what? This camp is no longer fun. I'm ready to fight. I'm ready yeah, to just yeah. get in there and fight. Yeah, about three weeks <clears> out, <throat> you're like, dude, I just want to get the shit. I want to get it over with. Yeah. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah, for real. And, you know, another thing, too, is when you get injured, like somebody like you that suffered a bicep injury, right? It's like when you constantly are training all the time and you get injured, Oh man, it is the most, it's the weirdest feeling not being able to, to just train because you feel like people are getting better and you feel like your mind is just like, you know, not doing anything. You're getting fat and you're eating. Oh man. And the demons come in and you're just like, ah, yeah, that's like the mental, but like I said, I literally, my best performances and like the best runs I've had in my career were coming off injuries. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think injuries just do something to me where rest. Yeah, like not only the mental and the physical rest, like that I would absolutely never take, you know, if I wasn't injured, but that I always probably need. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I we agree. did, I mean, I went, like, I'm doing SNC, like, on my legs and stuff. And I did, like, I put up some of, like, the best numbers I've ever put up with my legs. And wow. they're like, we don't really understand, like, how you're able to do this. And I'm like, this is the first time in, like, two years mm-hmm. where I've taken two weeks out of the gym. You wow. know what I mean? Yeah. And at first I felt like it took me a long time to warm up. But once I was warmed up, I was like, literally, I feel like I could run 15 miles right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not like, this isn't even, yeah. they didn't well, do anything to me. Well, because, you know, we both came up a uh, wrestling background. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That our mentality with wrestling is that grind. You run, know what I mean? Run you go, into the ground. Go, 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 go. But naturally, sometimes we don't even listen to our bodies. We're like, no. Fuck that. We're going to keep growing. We were taught not to. Yeah. Like, we that's were, wrestling. You're yes. like, oh, you're hurt. You're tired. Yep. Everything hurts. You like, you're having trouble getting out of bed. Yep. You got practice. Get and your ass to practice. Exactly. And I got shit. I got shit on, uh, on Instagram. Oh, sorry. On Twitter, actually, because I made a tweet and I said, you know, some people are born fighters. Some are not because of that one, you know, there was, I don't remember his name, but there was a fighter. It just recently happened where he got, uh, I think it was. An illegal strike. I don't remember the illegal strike. He could have fought the rest of the fight, but he chose not to. It was recently. Yeah. It was recently. He got an illegal strike. Um, I think it was a neat... Oh, back of the head punches. Yeah. Back of the head punches. And I said, you know what? There's a difference between being injured and being hurt. Yeah. There's a big difference between that. You know, and, you know, I got, I got shit on because I said that. And people are like, oh, well, he got hit in the back of the head. I'm like, that's not the point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That your, your, your obligation as a fighter... It's to, if you can fight, go fight. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was hurt. I don't. I didn't see anything after the fight. 
You know what I mean? But a lot of times, like I said, we came up in that wrestling background, man. It's it's gruesome. It's grueling. You, I blew my knee out at the regional tournament. I made it to to the state tournament, and they were like, you know, you gotta you gotta go to the doctor, and you can't, you know, you can't compete. And I was like, no, I'm gonna. I was 18 at the time. You know, yeah. I turned 18 in high school, so I was like, no, I'm gonna compete. And so they yeah. couldn't tell me not to. And I competed at the state tournament on one leg. I, you know, I practiced for two weeks, you know, on shots on one leg. Cause all you need to do is get, once you get one leg, everything else is easier, yep. you know? And so, but that mindset is lost. Yeah. It's definitely lost. And I, that's why, I mean, <clears throat> other than, other than like wrestlers being, you know, dominant in MMA, because you can like, you can decide where the fight ends up. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it, cause you can teach anybody how to wrestle. Yes. Right. I yes. think it's the grind and like the, the mindset, the mindset that yeah. you learn being a wrestler. And that's why like when parents are always like, what do you think my kid should do? Like, I want him to be an MMA fighter. And I'm like, wrestling. Wrestle, wrestle for yes. 10 years before you do anything, anything. else. Because it teaches you hard work. It teaches you about whatever you put in, that's what you're going to get back. If you play football and you are the best on the team, but your team still loses, you can always shift the blame yeah. to everybody else. In wrestling, if you lose, so, it's yeah. on you. Yeah. And you have to take that responsibility. And it's just like life. And that's why I loved wrestling because... <clears throat> It equated so much to life, you know, and it was just like, oh, man, I came out of football and I got into wrestling. and I was like, this is different. OK, I like this, yeah. you know, and especially if you're a competitor, uh, not everybody's a competitor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but if you're a competitor, if you got an edge, you got that chip on your shoulder all the time. Wrestling, man. Um, I like wrestling over jujitsu personally. Jujitsu's. <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu is for pussies. <laughs> Dude, see, I mean, serious, like, see, like seriously, like if you're gonna if you're gonna sit here and talk to me about like what's harder, yes, like jujitsu or wrestling. Oh like, man, dude, not even we're close. not even we're, like it's, we're not even the yeah. same fucking realm. It's, it's like, oh man, junior division baseball compared to like the major leagues. That's yeah. that's what I would compare yeah. it to. Yeah, for real. I mean, dude, you have any idea? Like, I mean, just <clears throat> thinking about like the stuff we did. Like, I mean, we. Oh, I mean, you were gosh. you were in Wisconsin, right? Yeah. Uh huh. So I don't know if they ever made you do stuff like this, but like we would just be having a bad practice. Everyone was worn out and tired, and our coach would just be like, "All right, put your shoes on." Yeah. Like we're soaking wet at yeah. wrestling practice. Put your shoes on. It's 15 degrees outside, yeah, and they would have us outside running in the snow around it's the track. Crazy. And they're like, you know, you'd run one lap, and they'd be like, run another one. You'd run another lap. Yep. They're like, you guys want to go in the wrestling room, wrestle for real? Yeah. And we're all like, yes, please, please. We just want to like, we're all freezing to death. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was like child abuse. It like, was. I couldn't even man. believe they could get away with it, it but was. they did. That was like what wrestling was. Yes. And you know, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, and like they, I can't, there's no other sport like that. There's none. Zero. Nothing. Zero and jujitsu guys doing that shit. <laughs> Hell no! When they get done with practice, that's it. Practice is done. When we get done with practice, practice is just beginning because we have conditioning. You know, our wrestling conditioning portion of practice is at the end of ours. We're at the end of practice. At, at yep. the end of a hard, grueling wrestling practice, competitions. You know, pra a jujitsu practice. An average jujitsu practice is about an hour. We practice for three hours. Yeah, three hours, and at the end of that three hours was our conditioning. And some of that conditioning consisted of carrying our teammates on our shoulder, you know what I mean, doing crazy stuff like squatting, running around the room. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, oh man, I, the, the worst for me was the constant um, up down where you pick somebody up and put them down. You pick yeah, them up Matt and put returns. them, Matt returns. I fucking hated Matt returns yeah. more than anything in the world. I hated stairs. Oh, we used to run yeah. stairs. Yeah, see, bleachers for us, yeah, I hated it. 
Oh, dude. Like, after yeah. you're just, like, absolutely destroyed. Dead. Running Dead. and wrestling, running up and down stairs in wrestling shoes. Dead, and you're just like, But it's crazy that you did all that. And then, you know, because where did you start? How did you get into uh, landscaping, building? Every time I see you on Instagram, you're building something. You're, yeah. big, you know what I mean? You're, you're like a handyman, Bob the Builder. So I wasn't supposed to be a fighter. I, like, this was, <clears throat> this wasn't, like, uh. This definitely wasn't like what where I was supposed to end up. My parents yeah. own like a small restoration business. Uh -huh. So like I've been working for the family business since I was like honestly since I was probably like eight years old. Wow. Like I started like cleaning my dad's tools and wow. like learning the business when yeah. I was really young. And so that was like kind of what I was brought up to do. Uh -huh. And honestly, I hated doing it. I yeah. honestly hated it. But now that, you know, I'm a professional fighter, yeah. like I go back, there's like some nostalgia to like doing Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and honestly it's, it's it's kind of paid off because peaceful i've invested in real yeah. estate i've remodeled real estate mm -hmm. i've sold real estate mm -hmm. and like now i have like you know like i just did a cabin in utah and it was like just it, like i saw this banged up cabin yeah i had the money i'm like i'm gonna buy it yeah, like, yeah. and i bought it and i completely gutted the place remodeled it yeah, it's gorgeous man i get so jealous when i see that because yeah. i'm like it's a I beautiful came, place. Oh, it's Duck it's Creek amazing, Village, Utah, man. man. It's a it, cool spot. It's I get so jealous. I see you in the woods doing shit like that, and I'm just like, oh man, because for me, Go I grew up, there, up, bro. Go dude, up there. I so for Go me, I grew up in in Jamaica. Uh, yeah. Came to the states when I was nine. Um, <clears throat> you know, spent the last eleven years in Wisconsin, but I grew up in Jamaica, and uh, for me, I, I was always in the woods, man. Yeah. Even as a kid, I lived out there, you know, because. The adults never wanted me around, you know, and I was always like just annoying Same. little kids. So I was just, I would just go off into the woods by myself. I was an only child, you know, go off into the woods by myself. And so now that I'm in the, in the States and I'm surrounded by buildings all the time, I feel like a caveman that's been like, what's, uh, you know how when they have a lion and they bring him in the house and what's the word? Um, domesticated. Yes. I feel domesticated yeah. as shit Same. sometimes, man. Yeah. And so I do things like I'll go paddleboarding and, you know, I'll go out and fly my drone. I just brought this amazing drone. I've been taking a lot of shots and stuff. I'll go out, you know, in nature here just to, you know, revisit my true self again. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it looks... Uh, George, do you have that clip up on Instagram? I do. Yeah, check this guy out, man. He's... Yeah, that's the clip of me like I'm doing... All Everything. kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> For yeah, real, yeah. Man. Knocking walls down, putting a floor in. But I mean, I, I literally, I did that entire place, top to bottom, plumbing, everything. A lot, I mean, wow. a lot of, some of the stuff I'd never done before. Yeah. But I mean, I just, I mean, everything's online. I just figured it out. But, yeah, man, that's amazing. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, and that's the kind of stuff I, I did growing up. And like, I literally, like, I, I started fighting because I'm like, I never want to do this stuff. And now that, yeah. now that I'm here, I'm like, I actually really enjoy it. Enjoy it. That's like, how, dude, isn't it crazy? Because that's how I feel about things too. I love, because, so my stepdad, owns a construction a construction business okay. um and when i was in high school um I, I went to high school in florida when i was in high school get some extra cash i would go work construction and yep. you know anytime you hear construction you're thinking oh man you know we get to put some walls up you know no like c cement wheelbarrow grunt work dude. grunt work man cement wheelbarrow carry that shit all the way over to the other side of the the, the yard then pour it bring it back you know, then when it's time to, because in Florida that we have um, blocks, so they put the steel in the ground because there's yep. hurricanes and stuff, you know. Yep. So they put the steel in the ground and then they put uh, blocks, cement blocks all the way up. And, that's, and they do that all the way around. And so when I, would, I, I remember having to like carry these blocks up the ladder, dropping it down to the, into the steel. Yep. 
carrying the blocks up the ladder, dropping it down in steel, you know, and it's just like, man, when I was back then. You got to wonder, you got to wonder like how much of that, because like, I mean, you do, you do strength conditioning at the PI. Yeah. Like how many of those, how many of those motions do you do at the PI that are exactly the same stuff that you did repetitively, like throughout a day doing construction? Yeah, man. Like the maces, like they got us doing stuff with the maces. We're like doing like a shovel with the maces. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, this is shoveling. (laughs) Like I've done this my whole life. I'm not doing this shit. It is. But that's why. Uh, so Dewey Cooper I asked him. I asked him. You know, I was like, dude, Francis Ngannou has one of the nastiest uppercuts in in history, and Dewey said he has the hardest hitting uppercut he's ever felt, and he's held pads for yeah everybody that's yeah, a boxer, best kickboxers in the world. Yeah, and he's like, he told me he's like the reason why Francis Ngannou's uppercut is so vicious is because his whole life in Africa he was doing this motion. Yeah. you know what I mean. It's this motion. Yeah. His whole life doing that motion, and when you're doing that motion, you know what I'm saying all event? day. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't replicate that in the gym. Yeah, you can't replicate something like that. Like you, you know, have me swing a mace for three hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's can't. literally what he's doing. It's true. And like you're, yeah, you're, but you're like you're just so like uh, anatomically designed. Your whole body just morphs around like the motions that yep. you have to do repetitively. Yeah, like say, like there's a lot, like a lot of stuff like the like you're talking about carrying bricks. Mm-hmm. Like we did a lot of like masonry repair and stuff. So, like, I was, like, same thing, like, carrying bricks with my hands and, like, doing all this. I mean, probably one of the reasons why I'm sitting here in a brace is because <laughs> of, like, all the wear and tear I've done in my body, you know, like, do, like through all the construction and stuff. But, like, when I grab a hold of somebody, mm-hmm. I'm stronger than they are. Oh, I've never sure. grabbed a hold of somebody my size that I was, like, same. this dude's stronger than me. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just not, like, you're just not going to be stronger it's- than me because of all the construction and shit I did growing up. Like, same thing in wrestling. Like, same. I liked wrestling because... I could like throw dudes around. Yeah. Like I had no idea how to wrestle and I was winning wrestling matches yeah, because I was like around. so much stronger than yep. they were. Yep. I was same. I was the same, man. I was the same. Not just that, but uh I was faster than everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I grew fast. up I grew up, you know, being active all the time, you know, just being outside. And you just like what you said, you have to wonder how much of climbing trees, you know. Uh, jumping off buildings into water. How much of that stupid shit that we did as a child outside equated to our strength now, our speed, our agility? You know what I'm saying? Because you, you grow up outside, you you're, you naturally have that. The you know your abilities are sharper. Now you got these iPad kids, you know, that can't even yeah. tie their shoes. Yeah, I mean, why do you think? Why do you think the 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 kids that come from like third world countries and come from mm-hmm. You know, broken homes where they're not, where they're not, you know, they don't have the the iPads and all that, like, fancy technology. Those are the kids that are making it nowadays because, like, yeah. they had to figure all that shit out on their own. Agreed. You know what I mean? Like, these kids had to fight to survive. And, like, that, that like, mentally, physically yeah. makes you, like, what you need to be to c- succeed in MMA. You know, I didn't come from a broken home, but in a lot of ways, like, we didn't do this. We didn't yeah. do the same shit everybody else did. Yeah, you know? no. Like, my dad, like, gave me a BB gun. And was like, I'll see you in eight hours. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I got, and like, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, okay, I'll be back in it. Like, come back before it's dark. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. okay, yes, sir. Yeah, my dad was like, you know, I'll see you in eight hours, and I'm still waiting for him to come home. It's yeah. been, <laughs> <laughs> damn, <laughs> damn, it's been 15 years. You know, <laughs> so I haven't seen him. I'm like, eight hours is gone. Hey, well, dads can be hard, dude. So <laughs> there was there were, there were days I was like, man, I hope my dad doesn't come home. <laughs> that's that's especially especially the kind of man that you are i already know your dad was a hard ass man the yeah. kind of guy that you are but that's good because you can you know 
translate that I hated to him your for kids. It, but, now, but now, like now that I'm older, I'm like, dude, yeah. I just realized like he's like he was trying to make me tough enough to handle the world. You yes. know what I mean? And that was ultimately he, the goal, man. Ultimately, what he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a belt. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, do you have anything that's going on like behind the scenes? Uh, I mean, so I, I, I was talking about earlier. Like, I'm always trying to like invest in real estate. I'm actually, mm-hmm. uh, I just got a message like as soon as this podcast started from a realtor in Michigan. There's mm-hmm. a house that I want to buy. Uh, do you flip them or you, you so buy this them one, and rent so, them? So, I, I, I mean, ideally, I would like to buy them rent them out like on airbnb or you know like a long-term rental you can make more you can make way more money on airbnb than you mm-hmm. can like long-term renting but long term is kind of like you know building something yeah you know agreed airbnb is more like you know fast cash uh yeah. but yeah i mean like that's that's like my end goal like you know make money fighting invest mm-hmm. it in real estate you know fix the real estate up get it rented out uh and then just wait on a passive income just because you know like i've worked since I was a little kid. Yeah. You know, I don't think I'll ever stop working. Yeah. But, but your same, window is still closing at the same time. Your yeah. window for fighting, you know, we're, we're yeah. probably be able to fight for, you know, five more years. How old are you? 31? 33. 33. Yeah. Five more years. If that for, you know, both of us, you know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, our you body, never know. You never, like I said, you never nothing, know with injuries. Like exactly. All shit. You have to set yourself up for the future. Exactly. And so many guys aren't doing that. Yes. You know what I mean? Cause our body can, you know, only take so much for so long before it's like, all right, man, you but know now what? we can go a little longer now that you're satisfied. <laughs> yeah. we, we got go. we got shit. We got ten years now, no, brother. That's right. That's right. Science, science. Now that Usada's S- not around, we can fight for at least ten. Yeah, I'll be fighting till I'm fifty. <laughs> I'll look exactly the same. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Well, Cody, man, it was such a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, you know, I've been wanting to get you on for the longest time. Life, you know, getting yeah, back I mean, in the studio. We, we, we're around each other a lot. I'm like, not yeah. only in the gym, but like with all the charity stuff. So. Yeah, all the charity stuff. You know, we've signed to the same agency. You're like one of my favorite people. Every time I talk to you, you're so humble. You're so hardworking. I, you know, I love the kind of a man you are. Um, just, just, you don't know me well enough. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, man. We all have our demons. <laughs> yeah, Trust right? me. Yeah. Trust me. We all do. But uh, again, Appreciate you coming on. If there's anything you want to add or anybody you want to tag or shout out, you know what I'm saying? Follow my man on Instagram at Cody Stainman. He is incredible. Check him out. You know, if you got any, any of you guys got any properties that you want to, you know, uh, consult with Cody on, it's the guy right here. I can't help. I actually really enjoy doing that, actually. Yeah. People send me stuff all the time and I'm like, all right, let me look at some comparables and get back to you. You know, like, <laughs> it's like a it's like a weird hobby that I've yeah. just kind of fallen into. That's what's up, man. So thanks again. Well, guys, that's all for today. My name is Oday Osborne, and this is Wagwan Podcast with Oday Osborne. And if you don't know, now you know. Out. <laughs> <laughs>